Hi, everybody. Thank you for joining us. This is the Creating and Educating the Digital Reporting Workforce podcast. My name is Ray Haddad. I'm Director of Customer Success at Stenograph. Today, we have two guests, Kelly Morans and Robin Hennigan. Kelly is a professor at Tri-C, that's Cuyahoga Community College, and Robin's a professor at Clark State. Cuyahoga Community College has the captioning and court reporting program, whereas Clark State is part of a partnership. So it's the Clark State and Stark State Judicial Court Reporting Program. Robin, Kelly, thank you both for joining us. Uh, did I get those names right and the programs correct? Yes, you did, Ray. <laughs> yes. Perfect. And if I'm right, both of the, your schools are located in Ohio, correct? Yes. That is correct. That is correct. Yes. Fantastic. Uh, Kelly, do you want to highlight anything about uh, Tri-C? Might be a fun fact or something that you want everybody to know about the college? So we have been teaching Steno students for over 50 years now. So we're one of the oldest programs in the country. We teach completely online and we also include voice writing instruction, digital reporting, and transcription instruction. Wow. I did not know that. And uh, Robin, what about Clark State? So uh, Clark State actually um, began teaching uh, steno reporting in 1971, so over 50 years as well. Um, we are an all-online program, and um, we are incorporating, as you know, the digital um, side into the program as well. When it comes to colleges taking on the education solutions, um, this is really a big change in the industry. So how do these accredited programs impact the industry or what is your view on that? Well, Ray, I would, I would say that um, it, it is an addition to the industry of reporting um, and it, it does make some changes and hopefully for the better in the fact that it's going to produce graduates, I hope, to fill the ever expanding need of court reporters. Um, you know, we get emails and calls constantly, I, I mean, three to four, if not more, a week anymore about vacancies. Uh, across the nation, really, and the need, the demand just keeps rising. So hopefully, um, you know, using the digital means and adding to the stenographically recorded, uh, re reported record and the voice recording method will supply professionals into the industry that can produce a verbatim transcript um, and, and hold up the industry standard that we've had for so long on that verbatim quality. And I would add that since both of our institutions, the colleges are accredited, we have to meet many guidelines and standards that other programs may not. So that also ups the level of quality of the instruction. And we are both schools that are certified by NCRA. We are affiliated with NVRA and we're both um, approved by AERT. So we really modeled our programs off of the standards of our Steno students. We did the same thing when we incorporated voice. So really it is a, above um, the rest 
And you have the opportunity to get certifications when completed, regardless of the record capture method, and also the opportunity to use financial aid funds and veterans benefits and all of those opportunities and scholarships that are available so that students can attend and it's affordable because they are community colleges. Absolutely, Kelly. I, you know, I really love hearing about the accessibility that those methods bring to the industry and to students. Um, it really sounds like that industry standard verbatim record is the goal rather than being focused on a specific method of capture. That would be correct, I would say. I think that that's important, um, especially in the legal field. Um, you know, when we're producing verbatim transcripts, they, the attorneys, the judges, the court system needs that quality verbatim record um, that we've provided for literally hundreds of years, correct? Right. And the other thing, too, is that we express to our students, and I know Robin does as well, we've worked together for many, many years through NCRA and OCRA. And we really want to make sure that they are trained at the highest level and that also we make sure that they are that whole court reporter when they're finished, that they're getting concrete um, skills and not tissue paper, so to speak. Yes, Kelly. And I mean, it really is important that they understand why they're doing what they're doing. That makes a huge difference in you know, the work that they're doing, the quality, when they understand the why behind what they're doing, the quality improves. Right. So when it comes to these programs really being modeled off of the stenographic capture programs that you've been running for so long, do they share similar classes? Um, how, how does that whole class structure work? So there's definitely overlap with the classes. So the only time within our program that the students are separated by technology is when they're learning the technology themselves, you know, itself. So if it would be steno, voice, or digital, they're using and learning that technology and what it takes to capture the record. But in all the other classes, such as um, court procedures or legal terminology or editing legal documents, they all need that instruction and that knowledge. And that's even if they're going to be a transcriptionist because they need to know what happens from start to finish. And Kelly, I would add that for Clark, it is a very similar model in that the digital reporting students um, will, they do overlap in their coursework when with business procedures, CAT transcript production, for instance, they're learning the guidelines that, you know, reporters have used across the country for years on how to produce that verbatim transcript and the procedures that the, you know, the different court systems and in and, and the different states, what they uh, require. And, and they're learning the same methods other than the, the capture of the record. Um, so it, it it is, it's an overlapping of curriculum. And, you know, I, I had to ask that question because it's just, the education component is so key. Um, that standardization across the industry, hearing that both of your institutions are accredited, certified by the NCRA, um, that just shows the value 
that that education brings to the industry across the board? This profession is so important. You are, you, you know, you can change a life based on what your record is produced. So you want to make sure. And also what we have found since we have all three methods of record capture, that it really has elevated the respect that each person has for the other technology because they have this overlap. I, I couldn't agree more. Um, so when it comes to the digital record, you had mentioned AAERT guidelines. Mm -hmm. How do those fold into your programs and how does the AAERT help impact your teaching methodologies? Well, Ray, at Clark, I will tell you, and I, and I know Kelly does the same here at Tri-C, but at, we took, um, as we were developing the curricula for each um, program, we used the guidelines from AAERT so that we could educate the students towards certification at AAERT. And AAERT is preparing for, for those students coming out by creating even new certifications. The certified deposition reporter, for instance, is a new certification through AAERT that the students will be working toward um, because they're learning the guidelines that AAERT has created in the digital realm. And I would also say that what helps when they have training from one of our programs then and they get their certification, for the employer, they don't have to train them they can just onboard them, which is a huge difference with the great demand there is in the profession right now. We want them to be fully prepared and ready to go. That's really forward thinking on both your institutions and the AAERT's part, having those separate certifications available and being able to just kind of go from education to certification to onboarding. Uh, there's a lot of different reporting agencies that do the full training, but as you pointed out, you want to train the whole reporter, have them be well-rounded and really understand the why. <laughs> For yes. sure. They need to understand the why and not just how they capture the record. And, and that goes into also that we teach them how to interrupt, just like a steno or a voice writer would do. Um, how to ask people to repeat things, because if the digital recording is not, you know, if they're not hearing it, the recording's not getting it either. So all of those, um, they're very important skills, and I don't want to diminish them by calling them soft skills, but maybe more nuances that reporters need to know, and also to be actively engaged when they're capturing the record with their confidence monitoring. So they are learning all of those pieces as well as well as, Kelly, the playback of the record. When requested, you know, Ceno reporters do readbacks of their record, the digital reporters need to understand uh, how important that is, and they do the, the playback when um, requested. I've heard some really impactful pieces when it comes to the playback of the record. Specifically, the, while a readback can be helpful, especially, you know, could you read back the question I just asked? Playback if it's a witness giving an answer, having the ability to play that back, hearing that intonation and how one of the parties said it, rather than just exactly what they said, can really bring a lot of value to a case. 
So I love highlighting sure. those playback skills. Now, you had mentioned earlier on accessibility, having those financial aid programs, accepting veterans benefits. What other pieces are your colleges doing to attract more students to these programs? Uh, well, I know both colleges did do a joint press release with Stenograph just recently. And um, hopefully the podcast that we're doing today will help um, aid that as well. Um, at Clark and Stark, we are looking at um, the CCP education, which it stands for the College Credit Plus, um, which that could be a whole podcast in and of itself. Um, so we won't get into the, all the details of that. But it's really education where the, the high schools have partnered basically with the colleges and I don't even want to say partnered. It's it's a it's a state of Ohio initiative, really, um, where high school students earn some free education in college at the college level, and they really can complete the certificates completely while they're in high school. So we're going to target that market a little bit um, with well, not just a little bit, but hopefully a lot, and then also um, the homeschool market as well. Um, with homeschool students um, to learn to earn and uh, the certificates and you know learn these skills and be employable upon graduation. Um, mm -hmm. So those are two ways that right now that we're really um, hoping to hit the market hard and, and get students involved. And then one additional thing that we do at Clark State with some other programs that we're hoping to integrate into this the, the certificates we have is the guaranteed hire program, hoping to partnership with um, the firms out there that are hiring um, digital reporters um, to hopefully um, create a partnership with them where students can basically be guaranteed an interview at the end if they maintain certain standards that the employer is requiring, you know, grade level uh, or um, uh, making sure that they, they do all the work completed and they've, they've earned a specific grade point average at the end uh, or whatnot, those kinds of things, um, the terms of the memorandum of under understanding with the company. And the student would then have, hopefully, you know, an interview um, at the end. We have the same opportunities and the same um, targets, I guess you would say, so to speak. And we are also launching a social media campaign as well to get some people interested. And we have a scholarship here at the college and it pairs them while they're in school with employers. And it could be anything from doing data entry at a court reporting firm or, you know, helping a reporter to actually doing some proofreading and getting some feedback. And what's really nice about that is they get their foot in the door and the college pays the um, salary, the hourly rate to the student and then, um, so there's nothing that the the employer incur, incurs in terms of expense. And we ran that last spring for the first time because that's the first time it was available at the college. And a huge percentage of the students that participated still work at those firms while they're finishing up their schooling. And that's all three methods, dental, voice, and digital. So it's another way for them to get the foot in the door. And then, of course, word of mouth is huge um, for our programs as well. 
And, and I think that being on the AAERT site as an approved program mm. speaks volumes and we get inquiries that way as well. And so all of that effort to become an approved school was very much worth it in so many ways. Yeah. I would agree with you there, Kelly, the AAERT site, um, having that exposure is, is a huge um, thing as well. I, I love hearing all the programs and the benefits that come to your students. Um, sometimes in college, people will go through and get a degree and then they're not really sure where they can be placed. Um, it, whether they're going to Tri-C or Clark State, it sounds like the students that are part of your program are going to you know, be taken by the hand, go through that education process, be brought to an agency that wants them, that wants to work with them and really have a job potentially even set up before they exit. <laughs> right. That's right. Honestly, um, Clark Stark and Tri-C, we all have career services available um, that work with students to get them engaged with employers and, and help them, you know, prepare resumes and do everything that's needed to get, to get the jobs. But we also have internships um, incorporated into the programs where the students are, you know, interning um, and getting exposure to the professionals, job shadowing. So even halfway through, before they get to the end and they're ready to intern, they're doing some job shadowing, some, you know, on the job exper experiential learning, which is is huge um, in, in, in the whole industry and in both at Clark and Stark and in, in both uh, programs. And, and I would, I'm going to say that at Tri-C, sorry, right? Our um, previous campus president, she she retired recently, she said it's really a 200% graduation rate as opposed, um, job, not graduation rate, placement, placement. rate, mm -hmm. because um, graduates usually have more than one position to choose from. That's how much the demand has increased. So she calls it 200%. Employment rate. I don't think that can be emphasized enough, Kelly. The demand. Exactly. I mean, there isn't a student who graduates from either program who doesn't have a choice of jobs available. Right. Being able to get a job right after com coming through a college program, <laughs> that's invaluable to students across the board. Uh, right. So, how has Stenograph impacted your organizations and your students overall? Well, the partnership with, with Stenograph is so valuable. The students don't have any outlay of expense um, for equipment um, when they do the digital side. The, even the software, the, so the MaxScribe software that Stenograph has created, they provide that free of charge to the students while they're a student in the programs, both programs, Clark Stark and Tri-C. And the students don't have to have an additional outlay of money other than paying for the actual courses at the college. And hopefully they'll, you know, they have the financial aid availability um, and veterans benefits and scholarship opportunities. There's, you know, abundance of methods to help, you know, get the money in. But for as far as equipment, there isn't that outlay of um, the money that the students normally have to do to, to enter the profession. Right. And, and one thing that I would add to that in terms of 
we both have been teaching, not us personally, but the programs have been teaching um, steno for over 50 years. We really liked the fact that we had experience and know-how behind the stenograph name and product with being in the industry for over 80 years and trusted. And we also liked that it's a one-stop shop that, you know, the ASR, the transcript, everything stays in one spot, which is hugely important in the industry itself. And so they, that reporter, that transcriber is in charge of that and keeps it where it needs to be. And Ray, I do want to mention, you know, that we've had this partnership with Stenograph through the Case Catalyst product um, for the Steno writers for many, many years. Um, uh, and the MaxScribe product is is based basically off of Case Catalyst. I mean, the they're so similar in their functionalities. Um, and the fact of the matter, I, I mean, it, it it's just a seamless transition if students who are, um, you know, familiar at all with catalyst, case catalyst or whatnot, they can make that transition and still stay in a career they've chosen. When it comes to the skill building uh, for case catalyst users, that's one of the more, most difficult pieces of those programs, building up that speed and accuracy. Is that correct? That is correct for the Senate writers, a little less intense for our voice writers, but that's where the key is with the digital reporters. They don't have to get that speed requirement. So that's why they can finish faster than a Senate writer or even a voice writer, because they don't have to get to that 225 words per minute. Writing at that speed, um, I just want to say offhand, it is so impressive. But I know personally, it's a skill that I would have great difficulty building up to. So <laughs> I, I certainly don't want to dim diminish the steno side of things at all, um, because it is so important in this industry. Um, and the steno writers have a skill that is, you know, unmatched by by all means. Um, but this gives an, an, an opportunity to people who want to enter the career without having to you know, build that speed level up and, and still provide services that are quality. And, and one thing that I would mention, we have had some digital reporting students that came in and finished the digital certificate and then moved on to Steno. They want to still be a Steno writer, but they need to make money. They want to see um, what their skills are, enhance their skills in making those transcripts. So it can be at times a stepping stone onto Steno. So it, it's not necessarily always an end-all be-all. Some it is, and that's great. And really, I think that we run a free class twice a, twice a semester prior to classes starting. Mm -hmm. And in that class we have and that's been a great marketing tool for us as well it's four weeks long online and in that class they are presented with all three technologies and it's introduced as three different methods to get the same results a verbatim transcript so again they may start with digital but then they might move to voice or steno and move you know stack their credentials and get additional skills as well 
that that's so impressive and it just highlights the accessibility of the programs mm-hmm. um if you're doing the digital piece stenograph supplying that technology when it comes to learning the actual platforms it doesn't matter what method of capture you're utilizing you can very easily transition between them because the programs are so similar that it's comes down to skill building and you know what what fits best for your workflow and your lifestyle. Highlighting that is so important to bringing these students on. And, you know, I personally am really happy that Cinegraph is partnering with your institutions. It's so meaningful to the industry and it's really helping to meet a need that our country has overall. For sure. Absolutely right. And then Ray, at times we get students that may have come from some type of legal background, maybe a videographer, maybe a paralegal, um, maybe a legal secretary who has knowledge of a great deal in terms of the legal industry. So we're both able to offer them differentiated instruction. And that doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter which technology they're using to capture the record. It's true with for us all three and you know both with Robin so that they can make progress you know quicker as well and get credit for the knowledge that they already have and i do want to mention uh, i don't think we've mentioned this at all both colleges clark stark and tri-c are um, hlc accredited that's the higher learning commission which allows us to transfer in credits from other hlc institutions so if a student has say a bachelor's degree from Ohio State, the Ohio State University, correct? Um, then we can transfer in credits that for their their gen eds, for instance, you know, their Englishes and maths and you know um, their social sciences, those kinds of things. And and they're ahead of the game um, in in the program. That differentiated instruction sounds really helpful especially for those with that legal backgrounds. Um, Mm -hmm. There are a lot of people that are just looking to take the next step in their career. And, you know, whether that's a videographer, legal assistant, paralegal, they can utilize those skills and it'll directly translate into credits for your courses. And I think it's really important. So just recently I became a professor. So I was program director before that, and I really think it's important that we develop relationships with our students to guide them from start to finish, right, in terms of what would be best for them, how they can accomplish their goals. And by doing the differentiated instruction and then also getting the credits brought in, it reduces their costs in that way as well. So it's it's a huge asset all the way around. And one thing that I always tell um, our current students, our graduates never leave. They're always coming back, you know, asking questions, giving back because they had, you know, such a wonderful experience. And they give back not only to the programs, but they give back to the industry as well. Very true. And that, that relationship building is key. It, it is key to the success of the students as well. Um, not only with the instructors and, you know, the professors in the program, but I think the fact that we, the, the experiential learning um, opportunities that we provide, that 
allows them to build relationships with professionals in the field while they're still in school. So they are creating those relationships um, before entering the profession. I want to thank you both for your time so much. Um, when it comes to your programs, when are your next programs starting and how can students look to sign up? Uh, Clark Starts pro uh, Clark Stark's program begins um, spring of 2023. That's in January, just around the corner. Mm -hmm. um, and they can go to clarkstate.edu or starkstate.edu to learn more. Same with us. We're on semesters as well. I believe it's January 17th that it starts um, right in the spring semester. And you can go to try-c.edu for more information as well. Fantastic. Robin, Kelly, thank you both so much for joining us. I hope that you both have a wonderful day. Thank you, You Ray. too, Ray. Thank you so much.